Hello everyone and welcome to the Carnage CB Gaming Podcast. I'm your host Carnage and today, if you didn't tell by the music playing at the beginning, we are talking about Game of Thrones. I am just going to cover who I think is going to win the throne and give my points. Um, if you guys have counterpoints, then feel free to reach out to me on any social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitch, on Anchor through voice messages, whatever you feel fits best. But um, I'm going to be telling you who I think is going to win the throne. Today is the day for the season premiere of the final season. Um, the thing, or the season that will end all of Game of Thrones, um, who will put someone on the throne, hopefully, or put no one on the throne. Um, but everyone's making their speculations. Everyone's got their ideas on who and why and where and how and um, everything that's coming together. Um, if you have watched all of the seasons, um, then you have a good idea of the top four or five people or things that could make it to the main throne, make be the ruler of all humans, the ruler of all beings. And I'm going to try to explain my theories on why it is how it is. If you don't really like it, then screw off. But now is the time to exit the podcast if you are, uh, if you have not watched it and you want to watch it. Um, if you don't want any spoilers, because I'm going to have a lot of spoilers, I'm basically just going to be detailing out every piece of the show so far that I believe ties into who I think is going to take the throne. So if you have talked to me in person recently, um, you might have heard me talk about this, you might have heard me explain some pieces, but a lot of times in conversation with other people, uh, things get broken up because they all have their views, and no one seems to really like my view, even though... It's definitely, in my opinion, the most plausible, um, just based on how the show's gone down and the reality of what they do in this show. Um, if you're looking for a positive ending to, to this show, I just really think you should reevaluate and rewatch a lot of the episodes because I don't think it's going to have a positive ending. I don't think people are going to be living through this. Um, if they do, I'll kind of be disappointed, but at the same time, you know, it's like, okay, we'll take a, you know, we'll take a good ending, I guess. But there have been multiple seasons with main characters dying off that no one saw coming. Um, and so this is why I am choosing the Night King, or the leader of the White Walkers. Yep, big shocker. I know. Um, I'm not one. I'm not a guy for happy endings. I love the villain ending, um, but this show makes a really good case for the villain, villain villain ending making a debut. I guess is the right word for it. So, the main reason I'm saying this, um, I will say, is probably that the White Walkers have the largest army in all of Westeros um, or any of the surrounding areas, including Dorne or anything, and. Um, so they, a lot of those people that have seen them have realized that the, the their army is ever-growing. If you saw the finale to the last season, um, they took down the Night's Watch and the entire tower in a matter of seconds because of their ice dragon that they have claimed. Um, you've got overpowered beings that they don't just die by normal means. You have to destroy them um, completely for them to go away. So you have to avoid dying so that you don't become a part of their army. And then you also have to kill them in one of three ways. Um, those three ways are fire, um, and then dragon stones, or um, 
Valyrian steel, so those two type of weapons. I guess you could say four, but... Um, and then the last way is just completely disintegrating their entire body so that it can't physically stand back up. That's what we have seen in the show so far. Um, fire seems to work. It's not the most effective, but it is effective. Um, it's probably the least effective of these methods. Um, the bashing in and just complete de destroying of a, of a White Walker has been the other. Um, it's mainly those that are just like skull and bones and those kind of creatures because um, a lot of the... Um, what am I trying to say? A lot of them have like actual physical forms, physical human forms. And so some of them that are just like skulls and bones, people have been taking axes to and completely destroying the entire body so that it can't jump back up and be a uh, physical or physical being. Um, you know, it has to stand and walk on something. So um, if it's just a bunch of dust, then that's another way. But the uh, the best way to do it is is through Valyrian steel and the dragon stones, um, which have been sh have been shown to actually disintegrate the White Walkers altogether, destroy the leaders. Um, we have seen Jon Snow kill a couple leaders with just by hitting them with a Valyrian steel sword or um, with dragon stones. But the main issue that I see with this is that the stones are very minimal. There's not a whole lot of them out there. Um, and then the Valyrian steel swords, there's only a handful. I don't remember how many there are in total exactly, but it's less than 10 from what I've seen. Um, and a lot of them are still in storage or ha aren't being used or are up on a wall somewhere. Um, so they're, you know, they're very highly collectible items and they're only, they're only given to select individuals. Um, Joffrey actually had two or three Valyrian steel swords forged into one for him to hold for his uh, uh, marriage party, I guess, that he had before he died. Um, so he had he wasted a lot of Valyrian steel by getting it all forged together. Um, it wasn't his choice, so him, him being an asshole as usual didn't factor into that. But um, yeah, so they have, they have very limited weapons that can actually kill them. It takes a lot of effort to totally disintegrate a White Walker all the way to nothing. Um, you need a lot of fire. Um, so just the lack of weaponry and the large army that they have to face is something that I don't think can be overcome. The only way that they could do this, which would be my next point, is if everyone somehow magically unifies together. And this is something that's going to bother me a lot in this show if they ended up doing this. Um, the different families that are, re are represented in this show are not... They're not wanting to be together right now. Um, the Targaryens and Jon Snow, so Daenerys and Jon Snow, are kind of making a union, and obviously they had sex. <laughs> so um, there is that weird aunt-nephew sex going on that has kind of unified them a little bit. That's just like two different small factions. Um, obviously she's got her Dothraki horde and two dragons, and Jon Snow's got the wildlings, and some of the Stark family would be behind him, obviously. Um, but you definitely don't have the Lannisters. No one in King's Landing actually gives a crap about the White Walkers. Um, Jaime kind of is scared for his life, but it's mainly just because of the dragons, not because of the White Walkers. I think he, he knows they're a threat, but it's not something that he's really worried about. But Cersei definitely doesn't care. She has said that she's going to hold the throne at no, at, like, there's nothing that can change her mind. There's no faltering on her part. Um, obviously there are some things that can change and they can get that, but with everyone's 
you know, kind of vying for the throne all at once, and the White Walkers coming in, I, I just don't think, unless they all magically just start dropping their, dropping their guard and be like, hey, let's all work together somehow um, to go fight the White Walkers, that would be the only reason, that would be the only way I think they could win, but I just don't see that happening. Um, so I, you know, I think those are two really good points. Um, for people that are saying that Jon Snow is going to take it, I, I just think you need to go rewatch The Red Wedding. <laughs> um, the Starks are not safe, so Jon Snow, Sansa, Arya, all those people, they, they are not safe. They are absolutely not safe. You cannot sit here and tell me that they are safe at all. There's no, there's no one in this show that is safe. Um, there's no one in the books that was safe when they were written. Um, this finale has not been written in the book, so no one has a leg up. No one knows what's going to happen. But if you haven't watched the the Red Wedding episode in a while and you don't remember how awful that was and how they just slaughtered pretty much the entire Stark family in one episode, um, just go watch that. Um, you can go watch anything where you thought someone was going to win and they didn't. Um, you can go watch the mountain fight the guy from Dorne and just completely... Uh, put his thumbs through his eye sockets and destroy him that way. Um, there's been so many people that have been raped to death, that have been killed, um, that have been killed in war, that have been killed by random means. Um, if, if you think the Starks are <laughs> are safe, those are the people that everyone wants to win. Um, you know, even with Bran having like superpowers, I you know he might be the one connection to the White Walkers that could be valuable, but. I just, I just go, I side on the, I'm on the side of caution when I'm rooting for the Starks. Um, I would say Bran has the next best case for it, and then after that being Cersei. Um, just because I think anyone that people don't want to see win is probably the people that are going to win. Um, but I think Bran with the episode about Hodor getting affected, um, hold the door, being turned into Hodor, but he saw that in his past through a vision of the future of him dying. Um, you know, I think he could obviously affect the past and future for some of the White Walkers or for some of, you know, I, I don't know, some humans that maybe need that persuasion to have, jump on the side of fighting the White Walkers. Um, you know, there's a lot of mind manipulation that Brain could have. Um, that would be my next best bet. But then Cersei is everyone's most hated character in the show right now. Um... She's been killing off her own family members. She's been taking the throne by any means necessary. She's just a great A bitch. But she's also just a really good chess player right now. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to use the chess analogy because it's the easiest to use. She is literally um, playing all of her pawns in the right way. Even Jamie's got a piece in her. You know, I, I could see her killing off Jamie at some point in this season. Um, and it won't be that big of a surprise to me. I could see her using him for leverage. Um, everyone in the town already knows that they were having sex, um, that they have problems, and that could lead to future issues if she were to become leader of all of Westeros, or, or stay as leader of all of Westeros, I guess. Um, yeah, that could be a major, 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 major issue. Um, so I think Jamie is definitely one that's going to die, and if, if everything kind of works out in Cersei's favor and she does make an, uh, a, a quote-unquote alliance with everyone... You know, she she's like, oh, yeah, Jon Snow and Daenerys, you know, oh, I'm totally going to bend the knee and I'm going to do everything you guys want. And then a bunch of backstabbing bullshit. I could just see that happening, too. Right after they beat the White Walkers, it's like, kill him, kill her, 
you know, kill all their families, kill the dragons, everything's dead, you know, I'm the leader, screw you guys, I'm taking over. And then they end the season with her just smirking on the, you know, that smirking horror of King's Landing. Um, I could definitely see that happening. So, um, that would be my third option. I don't think there's any other options for me personally. Um, I think Jon Snow's already been revived once. Uh, Daenerys is too risky and too much of a, a power-hungry mongrel like her dad, even though she doesn't like to admit it. So I just think there's too many issues on those sides. But um, the last couple points I wanted to make before I hop off of this uh, prediction is listen to how many times in the show leading up to this they have used the term Valor Morghulis, which means all men must die. Um, it is said in a lot of the parts where um, Arya Stark is involved, which is also involved with the many-faced god that they have referred to. Um, the many-faced god does seem to have some kind of powers, even if it's not a real thing. It's maybe, you know, some kind of magic that's actually out there. Um, you know, and we've seen plenty of magic in this show, so it's not to not believe in the many-faced god or powers or something like that that can allow for shape-shifting or transformation of some kind. They haven't really shown how it's happened or how they do it. Um, there are faces that have been collected, but I don't, I don't really know how that all works. But um, they have said Valor Morghulis, you know, all men must die multiple times. There are episodes named Valor Morghulis or um, something towards that effect. There have been many times where even the guy, um, I don't even know what his actual name is, but the guy that is the mentor for Arya Stark. Um, he has said it. He has said anyone must die, including myself, for many God, many face God's purpose. Um, if it's anything like the God of that we have in our world right now, I mean, our God said, "Hey, let's you know throw a whole flood out there and you know destroy everything, and we'll save you know two or three things, and then start all the way over." You know, the whole Noah's Ark flood. And, you know, he's killed off people. You know, he's made people's lives hell for, you know, in the Bible, if you want to look at that kind of stuff as a reference, um, just because, hey, it's not what I wanted, or is this is what I, this is what I wanted, or this is my plan. Um, the very, this very similar thing could be happening in this show. I mean, I'm not going to compare the two, obviously, if you're religious, don't get mad at me. But I'm just saying, if they're going to go a, like a religious route on this, um, you know, all men can die, all men, you know, might die, and they have said it multiple times in the show. So go back and rewatch some of those key episodes that they talk about Valor Morghulis. They have the coin that they give Arya Stark that has a man's face marked out saying Valor Morghulis or all men must die along the sides of the coin. Um, it's a very prominent thing. And, you know, there is no attachment to any character like by the authors or by the directors. They have made characters, and I think the ones that become the most prominent, the ones you like the most, like Brienne of Tarth, oh my god, she's amazing, she can fight so well. She's going to get killed by the most insignificant thing possible. And everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's going to be highly predictable in my, my perspective. Like I, As soon as she dies, I'm going to be like, holy shit. But then I'm also going to be like, yeah, I saw that happening. Because <laughs> as soon as you start liking a character, they kill him off. So I think with Jon Snow... You know, everyone loves Jon Snow. I think he's he's he just can't make it because of that. Um, Sansa, I just she's too weak. I guess is the right word. She just I don't know. She's been getting pushed around and drugged around the whole show. You know, getting raped for her wedding, and you know, I, I just 
she she's Lady Stark, but I don't think that holds any significance. I know, and I'm not really too worried about it. I'd I'd rather see Arya take over if you know if that's really what it comes down to. And Arya doesn't need to give a shit about her family either. I mean, she she loves them and she's nice to them. But if they died, you know, she'd have a little bit of mourning, and then it's like, nah, fuck it, I'll take over. Like that's what she's been wanting the whole time. You know, the no faced. You know, I do what I want. I'm a whole new woman. You know, you saw her fight Brienne of Tarth and shock everyone in Winterfell. You know, she she knows what she's doing. She knows how to handle herself. Um, she's had enough life experiences to go out there and ha you know. And if she wanted to take the throne and could take the throne, then she probably you know she would. Um, I don't see her doing it either, though. I don't see any Starks making it. I, that's just. I mean, I I told you guys Bran, but I still just think. The Three-Eyed Raven's not a guy that wants to take the throne. I think he just wants to help win the war. Um, and then he would give that off to someone else if they did end up winning. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't think, I think the Night King has the most viable ending and everyone wants to scream at me from an emotional standpoint like, oh my God, you know, you can't do it. No, if, if you have all these dead people at the end, you know, taking over the city and killing everyone and the whole city is just a bunch of dead people and the white or the night king is sitting on the throne, you know, just legs crossed <laughs> on the iron throne with everyone dead on the floor in front of them and then waking up as a bunch of white walkers to end the season out. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna cry. You know, I'm gonna be so pissed. But if you are actually pissed about that, I, I get it. Okay, I do understand, but you need to go rewatch the show because they have not been one to please anyone throughout the entire show. They have killed off everyone that you could possibly get an attachment to. Even Cal Drogo from Daenerys' timeline. Um, he was just kind of a he wasn't a bad person necessarily. I mean he was just from a savage culture that you know, didn't really care about respecting women or anything. So, like, obviously Daenerys taught him that. But you started really liking his character, um, really liking the idea of them being leaders together and having a kid together and, you know, having a little cute family and stuff that she was going to turn into, you know, a really nice, I don't know, a really nice thing going on. I, I just, I think, you know, he died. He was someone that they started liking. Ned Stark, the whole first season is about making you like him. He dies. The whole Stark family dies pretty much at the Red Wedding. Um, you know, that the Stark and the really hot nurse lady, I don't know her name, but they were just like super cute together. You're like, oh my gosh, I love this arc. I love them. They're so good. King and queen, they're going to totally take it, you know, take it by storm. They're going to do this whole thing. You know, no, no, <laughs> no. They get one little thing where they're like, no, let's slash the baby right out this nurse bitch. Let's kill the Starks. Let's kill Catelyn Stark, Catelyn Tully, whatever you want to call her, and just ruin their whole lives. And you're just seeing all this blood spilled everywhere, and everyone's taking knives to throats and all this stuff, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, even Stannis, like, he's a piece of shit, but you just kind of, like, kind of just like, all right, well, you're getting fucked over in every fight that you go to. Like, can you just win once, and then it just, he doesn't even get the anything he deserves or thinks he deserves. And you're just kind of like, well, he was kind of an asshole, but, I mean, he just didn't deserve to die like that. Um, you know, even the old witch lady, I think she's still alive, but she's just kind of, I don't know. She, <laughs> she's present, but it's just like, if she dies, I'm not going to be surprised. You know, everyone's kind of like sad for her because she's this old, decrepit lady that's, a, you know, 
been make, getting all their prophecies wrong and then someone else comes in and makes more prophecies and their whole like brand of dark wit dark magic witches is all fucked up so <laughs> it's just like there's nothing you can rely on in the show and i think you know maybe i do rely on the night king a little too heavily but i just think it's the most steady they have nothing that's going wrong with them whatsoever i mean they got one leader i think that died or two but then they go and javelin a fucking dragon from super far away, stabs him right in the heart, and takes over. Um, they've only pretty much uh, just like kind of let some of the battles go because they're like, we're building our army. We don't give a fuck about you. If you go run away and just keep getting away from us, we're going to go down and march through all of Westeros and take it you know, from the top to the bottom. So we're going to get you at some point. I just, you know, if... Every time you kill a human, you get another person in your army. So even if they are killing you at the same rate that you're killing them, you have a way bigger army, and they're not reviving people. You are. So you're just keeping your numbers at least the same while, there's, while their numbers are dwindling. So those are my thoughts on Game of Thrones in this final season. Um, if someone does take the throne, I'm going to say the Night King is probably the most reasonable, in my opinion. But if you guys disagree or if you guys think there's another route... Don't come at me with some emotional stuff because I don't want to hear it. Um, I don't really care for all of the, oh my god, but if the Night King wins, I'm going to be so upset. Don't send me those messages. And now that I'm asking you to not do that, you're going to, so whatever. I'll still read through them anyways. But that's my opinion. Those are my predictions. Um, I've been rooting for a Night King takes the throne victory for a long time. Um, there's a lot of really good memes on it online on Reddit and stuff like that that I've seen that I really, I really appreciate. But um, if you guys have any other questions or comments um, or anything that you want to talk about about Game of Thrones or if you want to talk about the first episode after it drops, I'm sure it's going to be a crazy one. Um, people are already kind of united, so I'm assuming action is going to get going from the get-go. And... You know, there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to be happening. So, you know, if you have any questions or any concerns or, you know, you want me to drop another podcast recapping the first episode, you know, it's going to be two hours worth of episodes. So it's going to be a long watch. So if you have any questions, just let me know. But I appreciate you guys listening in. Um, if you guys are not uh, or if you guys haven't been following me for very long, go follow all my accounts at Carnage CB Gaming. And you can now add me on PSN at Carnage CB Gaming if you're interested. Um, I just got my ID switched over. So I have Twitter, Instagram, Anchor, YouTube, PSN, Anch did I say Anchor? I said Anchor. All my platforms are all Carnage CB Gaming. Um, so go look them up. Send me messages. Send me tweets. Um, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But I appreciate you guys listening. And as always, take care.